And a very good morning to you. Welcome to our Bird Notes. This is Dwight Davis. Edwin Way Teal was a naturalist and nature writer. His writings are in the tradition of John Burroughs, with a bit of Thoreau thrown in, perhaps. He writes his observations and impressions of the natural world not as a scientist, but as one who is enthralled and amazed at, and yet at one with, nature. For his observations and insights, he was awarded the Pulitzer Prize and the Burroughs Medal. In 1978, Edwin Way Teal published a book called A Walk Through the Year, Impressions of Life on His New England Farm, jotted down on daily walks through the woods and the fields. Here is the entry for August 29th. Once, twice, a dozen times, first toward the north, then overhead, then toward the south, the sound comes from the sky. It is a single note, like the twang of a plucked musical string, a sharp metallic plink, coming from a little band of southward flying birds, bobolinks in the vanguard of migration. They are leaving the New England fields behind them, beginning one of the longest migratory flights made by any songbird, through the southern states where they are reed birds or rice birds and where the slaughter by meat hunters was once so great that nearly three-quarters of a million bobolinks were shipped to market from one small town on the South Carolina coast. The birds then move on to Jamaica, and so on through the Caribbean to their wintering grounds. Most of this migration occurs at night. In New England, as the nocturnal flocks pass overhead, the pluck-string note that holds the traveling birds together is a frequent sound heard in the darkness on August nights. It is a song we hear less frequently now. Only occasionally, and not every year, bobolinks come to our pastures. For the bird is now a sadly reduced species. Many factors beside the merciless slaughter of so many years along the migratory routes have contributed to its decline. A nester in open, extensive fields of tall grass or grain originally benefited by the cutting of the forests and the clearing of the land in eastern North America. But during the past century or more, as farms have been deserted and fields become overgrown, the favored habitat has steadily decreased. Moreover, changes in haying methods have reduced the chances of survival of the young. At the time when the bobolink population was at its peak, mowing was done largely by hand and rarely commenced before the first or middle of July. But then the nestlings, by then, the nestlings were safely on the wing. With the introduction of mechanical mowing, however, the harvest began earlier before the birds were fledged. Add to this the deadly scourge of DDT and other pesticides in recent years, and the picture becomes clear. This far traveler, with its striking black and white plumage and its jubilant song, one of New England's favorite birds year after year, while a century has passed, has been fighting a tide that still runs against it. Edwin Way Teal, with some thoughts on a late August day, from A Walk Through the Year.